the disrespect boat is flooding Stillwater, Oklahoma. But this time, I think we should actually be appreciative of it because it adds a lot of fuel to the fire for this season. We know to buy stock in Brian Nardo. We know to buy stock in the running back room. I think we know to buy stock in the safety room. So what else should we buy stock in? And what other sports shows are, are saying about Oklahoma State University? And what it means for the opportunity to make the money, honey. You are locked on Oklahoma State, your daily podcast on the Oklahoma State Cowboys. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, y'all, and hello, all. Welcome back to Locked On Oklahoma State, your daily stop for all things cowboy and cowgirl-related. My name is Cody Stovall. I want to thank you kindly for stopping by to make this your first listen here on Locked On Oklahoma State. You know you can find me on Twitter, at Aldeo State. We are available on all of your podcasting platforms, and you can watch My Ugly Mug on YouTube. So today, it's just, it's kind of a check-in, but it's not all negative, in my opinion. Now, is there a lot of negativity surrounding the prognostications for the 2023 football season? Yes. But instead of being completely irate about it, I've decided to take the opposite approach because I'm seeing an opportunity here. This is an opportunity. Last year, if, if you're a betting man or woman, last year there wasn't a lot of meat on the bone because there was pretty high expectations. But whether you're looking at 247, Heartland Sports, on three, the list goes on and on. Even 365 Sports talked about it. Um yeah, the 365 Sports is, they're awesome, awesome dudes. And their coverage of the Big 12 is pretty cool. Obviously, they're a Baylor lean, but they, they bring some people in and, and they shed some light on some situations. There's a couple things that they had mentioned um, uh, in the last day or so, right, that, that I, I kind of wanted to hit on. One of them being, again, this disrespect. No matter where you look, a lot of the expert punditry has Oklahoma State winning like six to seven games next year. This is our opportunity. I'm actually excited about people like Big Game Boomer putting us not even in the top 10 in the Big 12. We're not even listed in, in some of these people's top 10 in the Big 12. This is a great time to cash in. So make sure that uh, you get your, your your FanDuel on with your promo code. And, uh, yeah, go kind of start taking a peek around because when the odds officially start coming out, it's going to be, right, six, seven, eight wins maximum. So if the, the over-under is seven wins, bet the over. If the over-under is eight wins, bet the over. 
The over-under won't be nine wins, which is exactly why I'm saying this is a beautiful opportunity for all of us at Oklahoma State University country to make some money. I think the running back room is going to rush for over 2,500 yards. I I think I'll make some money there. I think that this record by itself gives us six, seven wins. I think when you factor in the simplicity and the schemes that we're running, we are going to surprise some people. So maybe I'm dead wrong. Maybe I'm dead wrong. Or maybe, maybe we're dead right. And if we are dead right, that then at this time next year, we'll all have uh, more money in the bank. That's the way I, I'm viewing this. I don't necessarily see it as a negative that everybody's having Oklahoma State pegged so low. Not even in the top 10, 6-6, six 6-6, and 6-6, six, six and 7-5. Six, six and six, and Seen a lot of this stuff. And after the turmoil within the locker room and what transpired throughout the bowl game, bowl prep afterwards, so on and so forth, right? I do understand some people's generalizations of, oh, Oklahoma State was struggling to end the season. They're not carrying a lot of momentum. It's going to be difficult. What I don't buy into is this fallacy that Oklahoma State lost so many people in the transfer portal that it was going to be very hard to come back from okay again this is an opportunity we will prove people wrong even if it's just doing better than six and six i think with this record gunner gundy could play half of the season right-handed and we still win six seven games we could probably do that with um two wide receivers while we're at it it just this is the easiest schedule I have seen. And what I'm seeing and hearing thus far out of spring is far and away better than we were at this time, last spring. And it's really not even all that close. The depth is different. The speed is different. The attitude is different. And the buy-in has been amazing. The camaraderie has been better. The leadership within the locker room seems to be better. The staff is handling things better. We're on the recruiting trail a little bit better. Things are looking better. So every time you see these lists that put us as 11th in the Big 12 or or, or pegging us at 6-6, and bet the over. It doesn't even matter what the number is. Bet the over. And if I'm wrong, we can circle the wagons and you guys can... Scream and yell and hoot and holler, and, and, and I will gladly eat that crow. But I'll t- I'm just telling you what I'll be doing. How about that? How about we go with that route? These are the things that I will be doing, and I will be, um, I'll be happy to, to spend a decent amount of money in doing so because I see the writing on the wall. It would be a, a disastrous situation to pop up for us to lose six seven games i just there's no way i see it happening we could play with a bunch of second third four stringers and i still think that we can get this done we're built for it 
We haven't been able to say that for years and years and years and years, right? But we are physically built for this one. And something else to take into consideration is to get better, we should probably get hooked up on Built Bar. So we got something super exciting coming, uh, Built Bar, April 22nd. So we got a couple days. It's really going to shake the foundations of what you need to do because we already know that Built Bar is the best protein bar in the game because it actually tastes like a candy bar. Mark the calendars. Get yourself prepared because on Saturday, the 22nd, you need to be one of the first to discover what all the hype is, is about. Now, I can't see what the new flavor is. And make sure that we use the, the, the code LOCKEDON15 to get your 15% off of this order. And, you know, we can't talk about all of it just yet. That's why you got to stay tuned. Uh, but we have the most incredible protein bars in the world. And with the, the amazing flavors and the flavors that are about to drop, Within it's going to be with a limited quality too. Make sure you're tuning in. Uh, this is going to be fun. You guys know my affinity for Built Bar. Um, obviously, my affinity for for everything that we're doing at the moment. I couldn't be happier. Which is why you should not be upset when you see all this negativity about Oklahoma State when it comes to third party people. Just like the guys at 367 Sports said, where they, they had a, a discussion about, you know, the easiest schedule. Yes, gentlemen, the answer is yes. We do have the easiest schedule by far. It's probably the easiest schedule I have ever seen us get as an Oklahoma State fan. You know? And then you, 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 you reevaluate what you're seeing on the field. And I think we're going to be able to lean – on this defense, I don't necessarily know where we're going to shake out as far as tackles, tackles for loss, interceptions, that type of thing, quite yet. But we're much more tenacious. We're much meaner, nastier, more aggressive, playing with a purpose. There's not going to be a massive amount of disillusion as to what we're trying to accomplish this season. The simplicity is going to be applicable all the way around, right? Players, coaches, other coaches, other players. What we're going to be able to put on film is going to have to speak volumes. And what you're seeing right now throughout the spring is it's a pretty even affair, right? You're seeing a pretty even shakedown on the capabilities defensively and offensively. Brian Nardo's system is perfect for what we have when you're loaded like this at safety you got to find ways to to put yourself in the best position moving forward right that seems to be the biggest misconception in my mind about coaching is coaches have a lot of responsibilities but at the end of the day your only job as a coach is to put your players in the best positions to be successful Traditionally speaking, individual success helps the entire team with the team success. So individually, if you can check boxes at every position, you're going to be in good shape. And, you know, this has been a very tightly wrapped spring. 
Uh, it's loosened up a little bit recently, and I think that's probably because of the product we're getting. The confidence you're seeing, it's ridiculous. So get in on the bandwagon now. Because if we continue at this rate, there's going to be more good news come out of spring. We're going to start the season pretty well. Well enough that you're going to want to get in on the betting action as quick as you can. So what else should we maybe buy stock in? Should we buy stock in some of the Pac-12 schools? Yeah. Should we buy stock in the fact that the Pac-12 is, you know, the Pac-7.5 now? It's completely becoming irrelevant every day. The money that they're talking is absolutely preposterous. It makes the ACC even look uh, kind of okay with the situation the Pac-12's in. So who do we want? Well, okay, I can't say we. I don't have a mouse in my pocket. I can speak for me. I'll just say who I think is, is a viable option. You know we're getting Arizona, and I love it. You know we're getting Colorado. I love it. I think we're going to get Arizona State just because it's logical. It makes sense. Probably going to end up with Utah, even though I don't want anything to do with Utah because Utah – like to shove their nose so far in the air, right? They pretend they're Oregon and Washington. And ironically enough, you have places like Stanford that do the same thing. They take their the education side of things and pretend that it has merit in the game of football or any sport for that matter. It's not a scholastics battle. Last time I checked, it pays for most of uh, the university's abilities. And it's just the the pretentious attitude that Utah has and that Stanford has and then Oregon has and then Washington has. I don't want any part of it. Again, very well could be just me. I would much rather go grab San Diego State than Utah. But again, I understand the business side of it. And I understand that Utah, as much as they want to bump their gums and do this jibbity-jabbity talking stuff that they're really good at, At the end of the day, it's a business decision, and there's probably no way that the powers that be at Utah are legitimately going to decide to rub their nose in the Pac-12 crap fest. They're not going to attach their life raft to a sinking ship. That literally makes no sense. I would love it if they would. Speaking of the Pac-12 stuff, um, you know, as we do this, like, I, I love the interactions with, with everybody. And I also love having interactions with other people, even if it's bringing them on the show. So if anybody has some Pac-12 people that they would like uh, to get on the show, please comment uh, or hit me in my DMs and Twitter and let me know. Um, I'd love to, to kind of have this little fun debate because it's not much of one. There's not a debate. Anything you see coming out of the Pac-12 in reference to the Big 12, it's all posturing. It's all complete horse piss. You should laugh at it. Just like when you see somebody say Oklahoma State's going to go 6-6 and and finish 10th, 11th, 12th, whatever in the Big 12, you should laugh at that too. Just like the idea that some of these Pac-12 schools have any leverage whatsoever anymore, that you should laugh at that too. If somebody tries to tell you that the bottom half of the Big Ten and the bottom half of the SEC even hold a candle to the Big 12, you should laugh at that too. 
if anybody tries to tell you for the 793rd time that Texas is back, you should laugh at that too. Although I'll admit, if Texas has a shot at being back, I actually do think it might be this year. But until they until they do something, right, this is a yearly thing. Every year, no matter what happens the previous season, Texas is going to be picked to go to the national championship, picked to go to the Big 12 championship every year, regardless of whether it's based in merit or not, which is laughable. So you should laugh at that too. You're going to start hearing some stuff come out about the TV revenue in general. That will put the nail in the coffin. So every time you see this stuff, uh, feel free to tag me in it, send it send it to me. Uh, send me some people you think that we could potentially get on the show uh, to help shed some light. I'm here for a good time. I'm also here to be um, to be corrected, right? If I'm wrong here, I would love, I would, I would love to have that the, the opportunity to have an open dialogue because the Pac-7.5 is the dead conference walking. We we've been talking about this for a while, so we're not going to beat a dead horse. I think much more of a relevant conversation would be the ACC. If they get to that 80%, whatever it is, threshold for them to get out of their grant rights deal, which goes to like 2035, <laughs> the craziest contract in the history of, of football. Um, but if they can get out of that, like, okay, what would we be talking about there? Would the SEC be willing to allow Miami to go anywhere other than the SEC? Is Virginia, Virginia Tech viable options for potential Big 12 movement? Somebody uh, mentioned yesterday in a Twitter space, Duke. I mean, I don't know that I'd be like up in arms whether Duke was a possibility or not. I will say, and here's the irony, Duke is probably less pretentious, not prestigious, but far less pretentious than your Utah, Stanford, Oregon, Washington people like like to pretend to be. So it's like they all have the the little man syndrome. So I I'm all for it. Like I I, I love a good time and I love laughter. We should all take this day to laugh as much as possible. So again, when you see this stuff, laugh at it because. Receipts will be pulled one way or the other. Either a receipt will be pulled and be like, hey, there's guys like this Cody guy, doesn't know what he's talking about. Oh, she went six and six. Ha ha, he don't know, don't know, he don't know nothing. Or it could be the opposite. And all of these people that are saying the crazy stuff are going to allow all of us the opportunity to uh, help our bank accounts. And y'all know my philosophy. Like, I like betting small because it's fun. Uh, I'll bet on like high odds, but I'm betting a dollar, two dollars, twenty five dollars max for the most part. Like I just have fun with it. But this is not I have fun with it this time. I'm probably going to be swinging for some fences here. Because it wasn't a lot of meat on the bone to make a lot of money last year. 
There wasn't as much meat on the bone to make money the previous year. But this year, it's all out there. And it's nice being the hunter. Gundy does typically respond when he's forced to. And in the pre the, the, the next season, he does pretty daggone well. And this season, I think, will mirror that. So, jump on the bandwagon and get in while the getting's good before the odds, you know, start to to go crazy. The higher the the odds, the more possibilities. So, if the odds come up and we're pegged for legitimately 10th, 11th, 12th in the Big 12, bet, 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 bet the money. Bet the over, bet the over. Uh, Another fun one. Shout out to the Bones, Caleb and Keelan, reconnecting at UNLV. Buy stock in some UNLV stuff. I know I will be. I'll be buying stock and then winning the conference. I'll be buying stock and then making some moves and maybe even making it to the dance. That's the good news for basketball right now for me. Um, is I'm happy to see them to reconnect. And, you know, I sent him a message the other day. Uh, he, he hollered back at me. So we'll see. We'll see if I got uh, some, some cool stuff coming my way from the running rebel territory. All right, y'all. Um, that's all we got for this one. We're going to do another one, I think, t- today as well. Uh, to kind of hit another position group and go over finally the big, crazy, wild, wacky day that was last Monday from a little bit of a, a field perspective. And then we'll kind of dive into who right now is leading my personal opinions for potential like spring MVPs. All right. Thank you all very much for tuning in to make this your first listen here on Locked On Oklahoma State. Until later, as always, God bless. Go Pokes, and I'll see you all in the next one. Later.